to me storytelling and to me uh, communications is not just an end product but it is something that starts from the very beginning uh, when two people are talking there's a story that is being created when uh, there is an event going on there are multiple stories being created with that when there is say an incident that has happened or when there is an engagement that is happening between a client and their audience in multiple ways there are stories that can be born out of that so there are stories everywhere stories have been the bedrock of human civilization we all immerse ourselves in stories storytelling is the most effective way for us business developers to engage with our audience have you met anyone who doesn't love stories welcome to the business developer podcast with sujay a source of inspiration for business developers by listening to this podcast you may gain some ideas inspirations or food for thought towards your own journey of developing your business successfully now or in the near future thanks for your positive feedback on the previous imperfect episode with sophie oba wherein we discussed accepting imperfection as a key character trait of a business developer whatever situation we are all in is not perfect and hence can be improved upon by us in today's episode we shall hear the story of a business developer whose business is storytelling interesting right let us learn about that from our guest rupali mehra founder of content people so please join me in welcoming our guest rupali mehra hello rupali welcome to the business developer podcast thanks for taking out time to join this episode thank you sujay for inviting me great rupali just to give you a brief about this podcast the objective of this business developer podcast is to make a difference in the lives of those who are working hard to develop their business you know and get some inspiration from the content that we share through this podcast to get started rupali can you help our listeners learn about yourself by sharing the story of your life of course well sujay uh, i have been in the communications field for the past 20 years and uh, to get started perhaps i could rewind a little bit to when we were young uh, say my brother and i as siblings we were actively encouraged by our parents to pursue what truly interested us and uh, perhaps the interest in telling stories for me comes from the childhood times really hearing stories from my grandmother like a lot of us did role playing uh, being a reporter and a television journalist uh, back in school in the later years of course writing for a school magazine and also having access to extremely committed teachers early on who would really take a lot of interest in sharing articles from say the national geographic nudging us to read to ponder to ask questions so i think uh, formative years uh, was something which really triggered my interest in storytelling and in terms of uh, my qualifications i'm an economics graduate and then with a masters in communications so i started off being a part of uh, the first dot com boom of uh, the 1999s and got to really understand how digital media works from there on i joined the reuters arm of what today is thomson reuters their arm as part of the digital editorial team when they launched in india back then we were doing literally everything so there was not a core role as such so we were curating content to meeting clients to understand this new digital content platform very very different times back then when you compared to digital today okay. from there i moved on to ndtv and then i moved on to another television channel times now to be a part of the co-editorial team uh, where i 
led both the features desk uh, producing and coming up with uh, feature shows and stories to an urban trends desk and then eventually spearheaded uh, special projects news shows i reported on key events like 2611 mumbai attack like the us president barack obama's visit uh, presented daily news shows so there was a lot of content generation there was a lot of engagement with other platforms of the times group which times now is a part of so over the years uh, it helped me gain a lot of experience in both uh, creating content understanding storytelling working with uh, promotions the production team working with uh, digital working with marketing to truly understand how a message is created so after about a decade at times now i then decided to go independent and uh, when uh, we moved to sweden i spent uh, the first few months to really understand the landscape and uh, you know what is it that uh, would make my experience valuable and speaking to a lot of people i felt that there was a need among organizations to be able to tell good meaningful stories that uh, go across cultures that also go beyond advertisements and that fitted well into what i really wanted to do be able to tell stories of impact and that's how content people was born wow rupali you have such a rich experience and since from your childhood it seems you were made for the storytelling and media industry right well i hope so <laughs> great great i think looking at your background i think in today's episode for the listeners benefit we can focus on two aspects one certainly learning from your experience of setting up content people your company out here in sweden in a new place that you have been and also the second part we should focus on the storytelling as a practice and how businesses can leverage more of that storytelling to enhance their business well absolutely so let's do that absolutely let's go ahead with that great great rupal so let's focus on the first part so you had such a rich experience then you were working in different businesses you talked of right when you were in india and then when you moved to sweden you then explored the idea of setting something on your own so can you take us to your journey of how you started some of the critical milestones you achieved some of the challenges you faced if you can share that story with your listeners that will be really helpful for people who are looking to start something up in a new place uh, yes surely the idea of content people was born out of a desire to be able to help clients tell their stories in a more impactful manner and to me storytelling and to me uh, communications is not just an end product but it is something that starts from the very beginning uh, when two people are talking there's a story that is being created when uh, there is an event going on there are multiple stories being created with that when there is say an incident that has happened or when there is an engagement that is happening between a client and their audience in multiple ways there are stories that can be born out of that so there are stories everywhere how can content people help clients leverage that and be able to connect with the audience in multiple ways so a story doesn't really have to come right at the end and the need that content people is, is solving is to help our clients tell these stories better and really in a manner that also reflects their values and also reflects the context right and it also needs to resonate with the audience so those are the goals and the vision by which a content people were started and remember today we are talking about a highly evolved audience so here 
is an audience who is aware and is sensitive to issues uh, around them. They have they are uh, several of them are, are very aware of world issues that are happening. They are they are sensitive to say uh, issues of sustainability when they choose a brand. The question is now how deep is the business or how deep are clients really thinking of these issues and how are they communicating what they do or how closely are their values being communicated to their audience just to give you an example and i will come uh, to the challenges in a bit but just to give you an example of what the process is that we follow for example we don't necessarily follow a cookie cutter approach to communications uh, we work with organizations on their communication strategy to truly understand what their value is study the audience and uh, we also study the context before building a narrative and then we suggest ways in which we can create the content so instead of starting with oh we can help you create five videos we really look at it upside down you know we look at what is the best means that through which their stories can be told and then design the communications product which could be video stories it could be say social media posts it could be micro events so we're really flipping the model of a traditional model of communications content people is also building what we right now call the sustainable media method which is a circular approach to communications we are speaking to potentially early investors and incubators right now to help us build this out this will be an absolutely unique approach to storytelling where we are not looking at communications and storytelling as a linear approach so that's really the differentiator with which content people was created uh coming to your uh, the second part of your question on the challenges yes of course the challenges have been many you rightly said it i moved to uh sweden about 4 years ago so largely my experiences come from asia but what has really helped is that i've had the opportunity to work in international environments and with people who are located across the world so in reuters whether it was london or whether it was australia or singapore or france and i think that kind of really helps you understand different cultures and and uh, different thought processes so so that experience really of being uh being a journalist being a communicator in the past has helped me understand potential clients here in sweden initially of course the challenges are that you know how do you reach out to these clients and how do you tell them that hey this is available uh that uh, if if these clients are looking to engage say on building something between asia and the nordics here is content people which can help you create that communication which can help tell your story beyond your border as well so yeah that's how content people was born if i understand that you had this vision with which you wanted to start and that comes from your background and experience and then i understand you have tried to find a niche for yourself right absolutely you can bridge the borders between sweden and india or sweden and asia and there is so much opportunities here if you know most of the swedish brands be it volvo be it ericsson skf they are large businesses who have large presence in india at least and even in asia so i think there is a lot of potential there in that bridging that communication between these two geographies and maybe starting off from that niche because you have to focus somewhere right so that you can 
demonstrate your expertise in that area to gather your initial momentum in your business yes yeah, so i've started with the brands that work in the asia market as well as in the nordic so early days but it has been a good start and uh, i can share with you that we've completed projects with clients like visit sweden the nordic council make my trip aws so these are some of sort of early clients and sort of our early anchor clients uh, that we have worked with and uh, you're right about uh, being really the company that can help tell stories between these two cultures asia as well as the nordics also in their lives another point which really interests organizations and also where i felt that there was a gap and that is being able to tell stories of sustainability now once when we are talking about uh, sustainability and the audience wanting to understand what sustainability truly is with respect to uh, to say a particular brand that they associate themselves with sustainability today cannot just be say a uh, restricted to one geography say a brand in sweden is producing something in maybe bangladesh or india what an audience today wants to understand is if i'm buying something if i'm associating myself with a particular brand then what is really the back story how are things made how are things delivered to me and how does it really resonate with my own values so these are issues that content people helps tease out with organizations and through that we want to tell stories yeah because that is becoming more and more critical and i think move from linear to circular economy and then the consumer profile as you also mentioned they are becoming more aware they want to know exactly what's happening where are their products coming from so all those messages needs to be shared in a story for it to become very much important and to attract the interest and cut through the clutter that is there for the companies right absolutely because there is also a messaging clutter i see storytelling certainly becoming more and more interesting if i look at people who are talking about storytelling and in my own business development experience it's the storytelling that's everybody is talking about so i think you are in a very much right space in helping the companies do that having said that how is this idea in the minds of the marketers or the brands that you talk to is this something new that you need to explain or do you see very readily demand coming from their side what's your experience with the companies as how they are approaching their communication because it's a fast changing world the people who might be in that domain they need to also learn about it right i've seen a lot of young companies that are starting up be very interested in the circular approach to storytelling especially uh, startups uh, in scandinavia are very evolved in their thought because also i guess the consumers here are very evolved in their thought when it comes to selection of brands that resonate with their own values so there is a lot of thought around uh, issues of sustainability and there are a lot of brands that are working to create products that truly can make uh, our lives better can uh, reduce the amount of plastic we use can help us recycle food can help us be more aware when it comes to clean energy when it comes to creating really a better planet for all of us so it is a great time as a communicator because for content people these are values that we associate ourselves with very closely also and uh, hence the whole idea of impact storytelling young brands are very gung ho and uh, sort of very clued into what's happening 
more and more i am seeing very well established brands also understand the value of uh, such storytelling so of course because they are giant brands and they are huge change doesn't happen so soon but i do see and it is very encouraging to see well known brands especially in this part of the world here uh, in the nordics understand how storytelling can be used in different forms i often tell my clients is that they need to build communication strategy and think about storytelling right at the ideation stage itself of a new product they're creating or of a new pitch that they want to make it's not something that comes towards the end of the product cycle or at the end of something that they are creating and there is a story in everything that they do and what organizations really need is someone who can help them identify this and create pegs for their stories so like i mentioned you know the audience is really far more evolved today on how they receive these messaging and it, they are interested in really the how and the why and not just the what to feel connected to a story and you know there is so much of communication how do you cut through that clutter and be able to really tell the how and the why as well for example an evolved audience who is buying a dress is not just making a choice by pure economics or by what the dress looks like but also asking the question where does this come from how was it produced who made my dress you know how can a brand then tell these stories effectively and fit it seamlessly into their communication strategy and and content people helps organizations do that i believe you mentioned it right challenge is there on those established brands as you mentioned and as they are larger companies there is a separate communication department there is a separate marketing department and there is separate product department right and as you mentioned many of this communication stories needs to start when the product is getting defined so many of those stories are very much closer to the product management of that product which may be sometimes difficult to get access to you as a communication company because your initial outreach departments at customers will be most likely the communication department or the marketing department so i believe in that area you have some hard work to be done for the customers to understand that and they collaborate internally much better to get out the right stories and get a appropriate communication plan and a storytelling plan right yes and that's what i tell my clients that you know let's we need to involve all departments right from the right from the start to kind of understand what is really the story let's work at that get the story how closely is it linked to your own values and then let's create the product then let's create say a video then let's create uh, if do we need an event you know and the, so instead of going the other way around and saying oh let's do four videos this month yeah there's some notion needs to be broken down many people might just say okay let's do a video of it right and yeah they come with a brief show your product please make a video <laughs> yeah. that's the very traditional old way of thinking right absolutely that's great i'm sure there's lot to happen here i think we are very much in the early stages just at the tip of the iceberg i firmly believe that you are in a very good place at the right time to make more impact to the companies here to actually express their sustainable story and it it's a positive loop feeding in itself right because those proper messaging and storytelling will certainly have a much more positive impact on the audience positive impact on the consumer help them changing their consumption habit and in turn bring a positive effect to the environment well absolutely great rupali great listening to your story here right now and i believe 
the journey you are in, you should come back to this podcast after some time and give an update on how much you have progressed and how much as the industry and your customers have progressed. But till then, and for this episode, I have one favorite question that I ask many of our guests. It's a very open-ended question. And the context, Rupali, is that throughout our lifetime, you talked about your childhood, you learned many things. And throughout our professional careers, we learned many things, which gives us success at that point of time, which makes us happy at that point of time, very much important. But as we grow, if we have to learn new things, many times we need to unlearn some of our old habits, which were good at that point of time. So have you experienced such things where you had to let go some of your old habits, learnings to learn new? So I can't right away think of, say, one instance per se. But if I have to recollect, say, my entire journey so far, I would say that learning and unlearning, it's a constant and it's a experimental process, right? And I feel the more we interact with diverse sets of people and the more we interact with diverse cultures and different places, the more vibrant is this process. So again, coming back to the fact that I have been in the communications field and I have been a journalist out there. So this happens very often. You may have, say, a certain thought or you may have a certain notion. When you truly engage with somebody else, that notion may change. And that's really important you know, to keep one's ears and eyes and ears open, right? And especially uh, more so when you become an entrepreneur because often as an entrepreneur, one puts on blinders and works on, say, their product or what they are building. But at the same time, it is important to keep engaging and to keep interacting, not necessarily just about your business or what you are building, but other aspects of life as well, because that's when you get to connect the dots. And I think that's important. So interacting with, you know, people from different cultures, go for a play when you're in the middle of a hard problem. You may never know what that play might be, might trigger. Or go meet somebody totally not connected with, uh, with what you're building, with your enterprise. And it can trigger a very interesting creative process for yourself. Or it can help you solve a problem that has been at the back of your head when it comes to your own business. So yeah, this learning, unlearning, relearning, it's a constant process, I feel. And it's important that we engage with that both consciously and sort of subconsciously all the time. It helps in, in multiple ways. Great, Rupal. Well said. One needs to become a student of life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Just to bring to a closure, Rupali, any key messages you would like to share with our listeners through this podcast? This is my first entrepreneurial venture as such. And so there are new facets uh, which you, know, you, you learn about every single day because you're not just doing one specific task or you know, not just working on, say, uh, one specific project. You're doing multiple things, right? You're looking at finance. You're looking at uh, when do I need to meet, say, the next uh, uh, you know investor for a pitch? Uh, do I go with, say, this incubation hub? Do I concentrate right now on uh, product delivery or so on the project delivery, or do I actually go and pitch for a new project? So there are there are multiple uh, challenges that you are grappling with, and so are, of course the it's in these challenges that you also have multiple thrills, right? So there are highs and lows and there are dilemmas. So I think it's important that one seeks mentors and um, one takes a lot of support and uh, mental support as well as emotional support of family and friends in these times. This is something which even though I have not been an entrepreneur before this myself, 
I've seen it, say, in my family. I mean, I've, I've watched my father build a childcare brand called Mother's Touch when uh, being an entrepreneur back in the 1980s was so hard in India, right? And I've, I've seen my own brother build startups. I go to him for advice. And say, I go to, say, people who have no connection with my business. I go to them for advice. I seek advice from really close home from my husband, say, who's, who offers sometimes the most extraordinary insights because he's a researcher. He's not a business, or he's not an entrepreneur. Or I seek, say, mentorship from people who've been in the consultancy space. And so I think for an entrepreneur, as it is important to go deep into the entrepreneurial journey of creating something, it's also important to step out of it and engage with others. Maybe people from very different businesses or very different professions that you yourself are. Well said. That's the key challenge of an entrepreneur to go deep and also go wide. And that's one of the reasons I have started this podcast, Rupali, so that people who are going through that journey could come here and listen to experiences like you are sharing. And this can become another source of inspiration, another source of learning for them. So thanks a lot for that. So great having you today, Rupali. And uh, if some of our listeners wish to contact you to get some ideas, get some inspirations or share something or discuss something with you, how could they connect with you? They are free to, uh, more than welcome to email me. My email ID is rupali, that's R-U-P-A-L-I at contentpeople.se. They can get in touch on LinkedIn. I'll be more than happy to engage on LinkedIn as well. But uh, of course, it helps if someone connects and then perhaps sends us a small note on why they are connecting. So of course, I'm, I'm more than happy to engage with people. And I also would like to say, Sujoy, that it's very interesting that you have this uh, podcast, the Business Developer Podcast, because it is great to hear uh, stories of uh, other entrepreneurs, the struggles, the challenges, the dreams, how they seek clarity. And uh, I've heard some of your earlier podcasts as well. And I think uh, it also helped me think through a lot of things. So great. I mean, it, it's so good that you are doing this. Thanks a lot. Made my day, Rupali. Thank you very much. And thanks a lot to come to this episode and contribute in my journey of it. And I am also learning by listening to your stories. It's all a storytelling world, right? We have been listening to stories when we are born and now we need to just more practice it. It's a story of our life. It is a story of your life. It is a story of everyone's life. Great. With that, let you go. Wish you a lot of luck for your business. Hope it continues to grow and you bring that value of sustainable storytelling, as you said, to our customers, to the businesses. And look forward to see you again on this podcast sometime later and hear the updates from you. Take care. Thanks so much, Sujay. Bye-bye. Being the founder of a business is an exciting roller coaster ride. Leverage the power of storytelling and you will see magic happening in your business. Trust me. Hope this episode has helped you to gain ideas, inspirations or food for thought towards developing your business now or in the near future. Do give me a high five if you like this episode. I would also love to hear your feedback and suggestions for improvement. If you would like to get your question answered, just record it and email it to me. I will make sure to play your question and get that answered in one of my upcoming episodes. Or if you'd like to share your story through the Business Developer Podcast, pitch it to me. My contact information is provided in the episode notes. That's it for now. See you again in the next episode of the Business Developer Podcast. Stay happy, healthy, curious to learn.
and keep telling stories about your business. Bye for now.